Is it hailing in LA or what? Uh, it looks like it's going to pour. I'm from New York, um, so I, I miss thunderstorms. I love uh, thunderstorms. Uh, what, what's that? Where'd you say you're from? Uh, New York. Oh! New York, you yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're from Chicago originally, yeah. so we know what that's all about. Yeah, yeah, so I get... I'm, I'm just going to record if that's cool. We're just rolling. Okay. Yeah, yeah fine. Yeah, we're good? All right. Um, yeah, so I, I, I get happy when it <laughs> when the sky gets all dark and I hear the thunder in the distance. I know it's coming in. I, it's kind of like a snow day almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I don't... We just like be lazy and sit around the house. I could do without it, personally. <laughs> Mainly because today I had plans. I wanted to get out today. I've been working like for like a few days straight. Like oh, that sucks. In, being inside and like, and I wanted. To, I yeah. was like, today's the day I'm gonna go and like we're gonna go for a hike or get out, get, you know, into nature. And then yeah. I look outside and, and it's like all cloudy and mm. it's like oh. oh. <laughs> that sucks. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's how it goes. Um, <laughs> so you, your newest album is Wandering Soul, right? That was yes. last year. Um, where'd you record Wandering Soul? We recorded, um, well, the first part of Wandering Soul, we recorded up here at Rancho de Luna. Oh, cool. And we worked with um, producer uh, Chris Goss, mm-hmm. who brought us into the studio, into Dave Ketching's um, studio. And that was back in the end of 2010, so it's been a while. And then um, that, was so- ho- that was homeostasis? Was that the album? Yeah, it was going to be called that. Yeah, uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, our label didn't want. It. Uh, I don't know. They suggested we call it so, something else. Gotcha, so gotcha. Yeah. So we. Yeah. Um, the something other something easier to remember yeah. <laughs> or to pronounce. Or... <laughs> um, and so um, after we recorded up here, half of it. Um, we uh, after that we moved to New Orleans and. Cool. Um, the, the, the other half we did at um, a recording studio called Studio in the Country. Cool. Which is um, it's about a little over an hour north of New Orleans in, in the Bogalusa, Louisiana. Um, we worked with um, Benjamin Mumphrey, who um, he's worked with the Pixies. And, yeah, he's and, actually from Los York. Angeles. He oh, lives cool. in, he, no, he's from, he's from Louisiana. Or, well, he did live in Los Angeles. He did live in LA, yeah. He toured with the Pixies. And, and, um, but, um, but yeah, so, um, and then. Um, I don't know. It's been like two years ago. We um, we got uh, approached by Spectre Records, and um, we we signed a, a distribution deal with them. And um, so, getting back to the homeostasis thing, like they, they asked us to change the name. Yeah. So we we they we named the record off of one of the tracks on the yeah. on the CD. So. Personally, I thought homeostasis <laughs> was a great name, but you know that's how it goes. Sometimes, yeah. uh, artist, you know. <laughs> so, how'd you hook up or or meet uh, Chris Goss? How did that um, and uh, Masters of Reality and several other projects he's affiliated with? But how how did you guys connect? Well, basically, um, um, when we were living in L.A., um, Juliet and I um, we lived in Silver Lake and uh, for, for about seven years. And we were looking around for a producer uh, because um, we had a bunch of new music and, and um, we wanted to work with somebody. And I, I contacted Chris Goss's management company, which I can't remember the name offhand back mm-hmm. then. I don't know if he still even has the same company. Probably. But um, they, uh, basically they referred our band name to him. And then we had a show at the Viper Room like around that time. 
And Chris came out and he's, he saw our show and he approached us and said, yeah, I want to work with you guys. And that's oh, sweet. And it just kind of snowballed after that. Yeah. And he just, you know, he brought us up here. And um, at the time with our bandmates, um, we, we just, we recorded about six songs with him. And um, yeah, so that's how, that's how it all kind of came together with Chris. So. Cool. Um, what's the experience like recording at uh, Rancho de la Luna? That's of course a, a famous studio and a lot of great records were made there absolutely um it's very um i don't know it it it, it, it it's like recording in your in 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 somebody's house like it's it great, has... but, it, but not really it, it, it's 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 really i mean it's an experience i mean because you're out in the middle of joshua tree and you yeah. know it's just like you know there there's a there's a what's the word i'm looking for there's a vibe you know that it, it just uh you walk outside and you're you're you know yeah you're, you're out in the middle of the desert so that I mean that kind of like does something to you it's in, it's in, it's an inspiring location and it's very community know? oriented there like you know Dave catching's around and you know we're we're done tracking you know some guitars or whatever and it's time for dinner and you know the kitchen's right next to you know us. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like awesome. making quesadillas yeah. and burritos and it's not yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's very loose and yeah it's 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 great it's 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 you know it's it's different you know it's definitely a different type of experience and um and those guys you know they just they just have the magic up there you know it's just they you know everything's dialed in really well and and um they you know they they got it down you know they got their sound down and it's mm. it's it's uh, I, I highly recommend it like it's it's um they're great people and and uh they're good, you know. Somebody forgot to turn her phone yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> Let me it's, check uh, that. Out. That happens. Ahead, that happens, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It sounds very like like a home environment. Like you could just chill and record and hang out and. Definitely, yeah. yeah, a lot of what, yeah, for sure, definitely. Uh, and and that's great because I mean, I mean, I, I know everyone's different, but speaking for myself personally, I mean, uh. I being comfortable is a big part of like the recording process. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, you don't want to be thinking about other. You don't want to be thinking about anything else really, other than like you know, the music that you're recording and just and it, and I think just I guess I already said that, but I'm trying to look for the right words. But I I guess I don't really need to say anything too elaborate. Uh, other than it's just yeah. important to be comfortable when you, when you're when you're in a creative process. You know. You, there aren't any, you know, you don't want any distractions or you don't want to feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, is it okay if I like sit over here or whatever, yeah. you know, it's, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of fosters a creative vibe that. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you have some upcoming gigs. You're going to be at the uh, Ski Inn May 25th. Yeah. Uh, and yep. stop me if I screw anything up because I have a tendency to because no, no, you have a few it. gigs here. Uh, May 29th, um, you're doing a tribute to Janis Joplin. That sounds cool. At, yeah, we're playing. We're playing a song with with some other artists up here. Cool. That's There's at uh, Landers. It's like a female. It's a female uh, artist. I think that I'm together. not even sure who's on the lineup yet, but I'm, I'm expecting probably like Rosa Pullman and Megan Hutch. We're, we're guessing because we yeah. haven't seen the, we haven't seen the event page. Yeah. Well, I haven't. Seen Maybe the Jessica Von Rabbit. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she probably she might have been by. I mean, it's it's all. I know it's a female night. Well, we're so speculating, but we're pro speculating. Most, <laughs> probably all all the all the the top you know top female singers here. I would imagine probably yeah. would be there. Yeah. You know. Cool. That sounds like it's going to be a good night. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, June first, you're going to be uh, here in L.A. at the Redwood Bar. Yep. Yes. Um, playing with a bunch of cool bands. It seems like the Claws. Um, 
Ellis Paprika. Yeah, no, no, yeah, from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Noble Pricks, is that right? Not Noble Pre. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know when that would get added to the bill. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we um, got added last minute. Well, yeah, we, got, we so, were yeah. the last ones yeah. to be added. Oh. So. Yeah. Goes to show how much I know. Do you like uh, gigging in, L- in L.A.? I mean, it's kind of a hike right now, but you, it's doable for the day. So you could do, you know, come and do a couple shows or, you know, even yeah. a small West Coast tour. That's what's great about this city, right? There's all the different places you could play. Yeah, that's Absolutely. true. You're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, right now, it's just her and I. We're, we're performing as a duo. Yeah. Like, you know, but, um, but when we have our full band, you know, we, you know, we're, we're going to be playing more in L.A., you know, we want to get down there more. And yeah, stuff, we hope so. so. Yeah, that's the plan, you know, no. for sure. How's that dynamic of playing as a duo compared to having the full band? Um, and, and, and you're a, a couple, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you're, you're well, always... It, it's different, obviously. Uh, you know, uh, the band is awesome when we play with the band. Uh, but we, we also enjoy playing as a duo. And uh, it's... It's, it's it's kind of an it's not really straight up acoustic. It's like a quasi acoustic vibe, you know. Uh, you know, I, I play you know a pure Salem guitar, uh, and sometimes I have like a Les Paul that I play an open tuning slide. He brings it, but he does all this all the acoustic end, yeah. like you know, like he he brings his Dobro sometimes to play cool. slide, like in his, his you know his other acoustic, which is which is uh, big body acoustic guitar and has a great sound. So we kind of blend sounds a little bit and uh so yeah um it's just it's different they're they're different entities but they're yeah. they're not uh, sometimes when we play as a duo uh we'll throw out we'll throw out more stuff we'll take more left turns just just because we're you know i don't know why not you know yeah. I mean, we try out new stuff you know and just throw, throw out new stuff and sometimes like try different styles and things like that uh yeah a lot of the duo stuff started to gain more traction when we lived in New Orleans. Yeah, um, we didn't all we didn't have a full band right away, so like you know, out of, out of necessity to keep playing. I mean, yeah. you know, we're like, oh, we we'll just have to, we we'll just have to work out this two piece thing here. And in New Orleans, you know, you could go out and busk out in the French Quarter, and you know, we did that for like a little over a year, and mm. and and you know, we were able to, you know, throw out new material like. Like playing out in Jackson That's actually Square a really good and, experience. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not for everyone, obviously, but you know, and some people, some people think it's the greatest thing in the world. A lot of people, you know, like, oh, you know, that's not, that's not really like you know, performing. Like, well, yeah, it actually is. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. I guess I kind of yeah, I'm, I'm meandering a little bit on that point. But like, you know, it was cool because uh, you know, like Jules was saying, you know. We get to try out a bunch of new stuff, and like you know, no one's telling you, oh, you should like, you need to stick to this like set of like material that sounds like this or that. You know what I mean? To, we could just try different things and see see who, who you attract and see you know see what people like. And at the same time, you, you know, it's like, I mean, you can't always because you have a different group of people all the time when you're yeah. playing in a place like that. So it's not like you're like playing for the same people all the time and like and. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but if you're gonna do that, you know, I don't know. I would expect that people. I mean, they're not gonna want to see you all the time because that's just normal. So, or, so in a place where there are a lot of tourists coming and going like that, 
it's like it's kind of like touring you're touring but you're not re- but you're not going anywhere yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah like i haven't <laughs> spent all the money like to like for hotels and all that <laughs> but i guess we've we've arrived now with our, our duo is now like another project that we're confident with like yeah like we've done it enough now we're like okay like this is it's it's the band but we we may call it something else like down the road but right now like like we're we're recording right now actually we're recording so you know like an acoustic ep cool. and then we did also a few songs with um our, our with full band, band in yeah. la cool. as well so is it easier to command the room like when you got the full band you could turn up your amps and then you drowned out all the noise of the room you know what i'm saying when you're yeah. doing a duo yeah. is that I would imagine that's more difficult because oh. you're you're stripped down. You know what I mean. You're you're playing at a a lower volume and you're kind of competing sometimes with the noise in the room. Is that? Uh... Oh, it depends. Sometimes it depends on the environment. Yeah. It depends, like you know, the people that are there. You well, know, what I mean, like the demographic. Like it depends. You know, uh, our music's kind of it. Just depends. Yeah, like we're not too like, quiet. I yeah. mean. Cause yeah, you not got all the, the quasi. Look, yeah. well, I have an amp, you know. I, I have... And Julia, she loops stuff. Like we, cool. it's, it's I, yeah, like there's, there's, there's more sound than just like like something like song or thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we kind of we're not. It's as a bit more than that, but not quite a band, you know. Like like that's vibe, cool though. You know? Yeah, so it's yeah. It's, yeah, it's worth it's worth checking out. I mean, it's kind of quieter, but it's not like quiet acoustic. Plus, it all depends on where you're playing too. I mean, if if you're playing something like that at like hotel cafe or something, the audience is going to be quiet and like, they're going to pay attention. But if you're playing like, I don't know, like, like we're playing a Redwood bar. I don't know. You know, everyone's going to be drinking. Yeah. 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 We love Redwood bar. Yeah, too. Yeah. Redwood and it depends you know? on the PA who's doing yeah. sound. You know, yeah. Obviously, that's, that's you know, like if it's, if it's a decent PA and people can hear you, you know, uh, well, if you're projecting enough and there's enough, power there you know people will listen and then every once in a while you get those crowds are just like you know they're just like they just you know yeah race talking which of course sucks but like <laughs> that's just how it we is try yeah, not yeah, to, we try not to make that happen <laughs> yeah yeah but i hear what you're saying yeah it, you know it's like we're not yeah. we're not like we're not we're pretty i don't know our music is pretty intense sometimes i think kind of serious yeah. overtone a little bit mm-hmm. so like we have a couple like songs that are like you know, work in a bar, like, like kind of barish songs, like you sing along stuff, you know, like depending on the atmosphere. But yeah, but um, I, we usually grab people's attention most of the time if they're close up, like, you know, they'll, 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 they'll watch us like Landers brews like that up here. Yeah. People hang out bar talking. And so, you know, it's, it's like that. It, it depends where you're playing, I guess, you know, anyways. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, you know, people say that being in a band is like dating, you know, like two or three other people or whatever, but you guys are actually together. You spend a lot of time together. How is yeah, that creative yeah. process? Um, and like, you know, do you ever like disagree on an idea? You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course we do. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about the song. I just played for you. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, we, we, you know mm. Oh man. We, we we've learned to like get along and something and we've also learned to agree to disagree sometimes we disagree on things and then like later on down the road we, we, you know what you know 
the person who disagreed or didn't like an idea might change their mind, or maybe something's come. Maybe this, the, you know, the, the song has progressed a little bit, and like sometimes Jules, Jules is sometimes he doesn't like some of my ideas, but then later on it was like, you know, he does. So I mean, it's okay. I mean, like uh, I love it's, all it's, your ideas. I have to hang on to every every little thing, but um, we also, you know, we. we Sometimes we go off in our own little world sometimes too, which I think is is necessary. Otherwise, it would be like like too much togetherness. Yeah. You know what I mean? We go off. You know, he go. Jules will go off and 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 do his own thing and just you know, uh, you know, uh, write music or come up with parts without anything from me. And then mm -hmm. I'll do the same thing. I'll write songs and whatever on my own. Like I mean, it's not always that. But, Way, but we do we do go off in our own territories, mm -hmm. do our own things. But mostly, mostly, together. mostly, I you know, Julia Julia comes up with mostly ideas. I'm I compliment her songs. Like mm -hmm. you know, I just add my interpretation as a guitar player, and and that's that's kind of we we've kind of come into our own stride now with yeah. that. Like for the first time, I think we've been doing this for a while. But um, but yeah, she's where she, she was talking about there. Like yeah, we basically you know. <laughs> Like, well, we just you give know. each other space, yeah. you know, which yeah. is important so that, yeah. you know, yeah, for anybody. That's really. cool. Yeah, that's definitely important. Um, how, so you mentioned that you're from Chicago originally. How did you gravitate towards the West Coast and uh, uh, end up in uh, Joshua Tree? Well, it, was, it was Jules' idea. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to go to New York. That was yeah. where I was, like, dead set on living in New York City. and But uh, I was just always – my dream to go there. Being from Chicago, I wanted to be in a bigger city. You know, I just lo I loved the whole urban environment and everything. And uh, but that obviously didn't. Happen. But there were some other factors that went into that too, because at the time we had a full band. Yeah. And and we had we had two dogs. Yeah. And like New York was just it was right. out of the question. Like, yeah. where are we gonna we rent? Two, like, where are we gonna rent yeah. a little house? Right. And like, have like dogs and all live together yeah, as a yeah. band. Yeah. I mean, and like, I wasn't willing. And, and LA at that time was it. I mean, we found a yeah. we found a little bungalow which we got kicked out of in West Hollywood. Well, we didn't get kicked out. We got, <laughs> we got priced out. We got priced yeah, out. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but we were yeah. we lived down the street from Viper Room like for a few years. Oh, and, cool. You know, we we lived at yeah. the end of this little tiny street called Betty Way, which is off of Larrabee. Like, yeah, it's like. Between um, Santa Monica Boulevard and, and Sunset, but um, and then after that, we we, we were kind of like, okay, we got to find another house to live in. So we we found this house in Silver Lake behind Silver Lake Lounge. Cool. And we lived there for a while. Yeah. So that's yeah. And so we lived in Silver Lake as well. Well, yeah, yeah, it was Jules' idea to come out to the yeah. West Coast because he uh, it had been out here. Uh, half my fam half my family's from out here. My mom, my mom grew up in Los Angeles, and cool. My Parents and and um, so I'm, I'm I was born in Chicago and like my dad's side of the family's from Chicago my mom's side's from Los Angeles so that's cool uh, the weather is much nicer in LA <laughs> if nothing else it doesn't you're right about that yeah and no I fell and... I fell in love with the with the with the mountains and the hiking trails yeah. and like. Never expected that to happen, but like you know, so yeah, I'm a big I'm a big West Coast uh, advocate now. You know, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, where you are, it just seems like the music scene is so vibrant, and there's so much cool stuff happening. Yeah, oh yeah, well. and it's just getting it's just it, it more and more. Like there's so many people coming up here. I mean, it's 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 kind of the last you know little sliver in Southern California where. A lot of musicians that can't afford the high rents yeah. along the coast, and 
You know, yeah. they're, they're, this is the last place where you could rent a house for like a thousand a month and, and like, you know, it's, it's, you know, or less, yeah. you know, and, um, you could even, you know, people obviously are coming up here to buy property as well, but, yeah. um, but yeah, there's, um, there's, there's, there's a, there's a change going on up here. There's, there's a, you know, there, there's an influx of a lot of different styles of music, like different people coming in from other places for pretty much the first time, like as far as like a flock of, of people like at once, like, and it's kind of, I'm all over. it's shifting yeah. the scene up here. Like, cause it, there's, there's a lot of new faces yeah. and, um, where like before, I think like 10 years ago, maybe five, 10 years ago, um, it wasn't, there were still people coming up here, but not, not, not as much like, like not like people are coming here from all over the country now. Like it, it's yeah. one of those, it's like one of the last, artist enclaves like in in the entire country that, that we like, know of yeah i mean there's like marfa texas and places like that but marfa doesn't compare to to me in my opinion like joshua uh -oh. tree like this place you better not amazing. tell that to the people who live in marfa no i like it there but, this, <laughs> but there's no place <laughs> like like this place like yeah. this place is like the musicians like like the variety and like the there's there's so much creativity yeah. with, with so yeah, many people sure. and not just music with you know painting yeah, sculpting yeah. like everything even acting too like you know there's and obviously the environment stuff. has a lot to do with that too, yeah because it's just it's just such an interesting place geographically speaking you know it's like it's it's amazing you know, like uh, everywhere you everywhere you look pretty much you know Hope high high, high desert low desert <laughs> yeah you know uh, pines you know like you can go up to the yeah, pines yeah. like it's 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 pretty awesome so there's a significant temperature change right where you are oh, yeah. in the high desert so like in the yeah. summertime it's not the blistering heat that they have at the in the lower no it, you know it, it, it gets can. it gets that way too yeah it's always about 15 to 20 degrees cooler up here yeah yeah but it gets over 100 degrees on the summer and fall yeah, yeah. it gets yeah. see here it's desert i mean there's no See, it's different here because there's less humidity, mm -hmm. generally speaking, not today so much, but yeah. like, um, you know, when you go down to Palm Springs, like down the hill, there's more golf courses, there's more stuff that's planted. Right. So there's more, there's more humidity down there, like generally speaking, like it, it's a harsh environment up here. It's like, it's not for everybody. Like when you first move up here, you have to get used to like, you know, a lot of well, blowing dust and like, true. you know, it, it's, it's not the easiest like it depends like you know some people are like you know this is great and other people are like i can't take it like after a few years like yeah. people are like they can't handle it, like it could get cold yeah but yeah, it could get kind of chilly in the winter but then you know it's like you could always go down like if you have the time wherever you go down to palm springs and it's like it's, you know at least 20 degrees warm, yeah really. yeah so it's kind of nice to have that i mean you can't do that if you live in new york you have to drive like 2,000 miles <laughs> yeah <laughs> for this... a warm place <laughs> Yeah, the climate, yeah, and the um, environments uh, definitely interesting. I was in Riverside, which I know is not super close, but uh, a yeah. giant fucking tumbleweed like ran over my went over my car, and I was like, "That's never happened to me in my life." <laughs> oh yeah, oh my. <laughs> yeah, I think Jersey has tumbleweeds. Do that? Do that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no part of Jersey I had ever been. Um, if you're ever next time, have, you've been out here, haven't you? A few times, yeah. Okay. Speaking of plant life, uh, um, if you're ever out here driving on a desert road, it, it, you know, cre the, the creosotes, the creosote bushes are everywhere. A friend told us when we first moved here, 
don't don't run over one with your with your car because it'll puncture your tires. Just so you oh, know. Wow. Apparently, yeah. the branches on the crease. So, and I, I didn't mean to get off topic. Sorry. <laughs> just don't just don't run over it's a crease. A, a word of caution. So, yeah. Yeah. So otherwise, you might get stuck out in the middle of the desert. Yep. That would not be good. Yeah. No, no. Um, so what's the origin yeah. of Firebug? How did you meet and when did you start playing? Uh, you've been together a while, been playing for a while. So we Can started we like early 2000s. We met in um, Chicago. So um, basically um, Juliet was working at um, this bar called the Kingston Mines, which is a blues bar on Halstead Street. It's um, It's historic. It's like they have two stages and um, – kind of goes really late at night. They have like a four, what, four o'clock uh, permit or something, right? Or something four, like, on, four in the morning. Uh, four on the weekdays, so, five on Saturdays. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. um, I was, uh, I don't, I think Juliet contacted me because I, I, I was like, I played some ad or something. I was looking to, you know, to, to play with the singer or songwriter or band or whatever. And she called me and then I went down to the Kingston Mines where she worked, and that's where we met, and then from there we just kind of um, hung out. We formed our band in Chicago, and um, the name came from like when I went to college. Um, I played in a band. I went to college here at UC Santa Barbara, and um, we had a song called Firebug. And for some reason, like when we're in Chicago, I'm like, oh, you know, let's just call it Firebug. It's easy to remember, and you know, and nobody trademarked it, so like. You know that's always good. So we were able. Then to when we did, there were the there were these other bands that were coming out yeah. with the name, but like but we already had the trademark, so we got and, lucky. Yeah, but um, that's right. That's where I met Juliet, and and um, and then she'd get up on you know at the end of the night. Lots of times she'd 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 get up on stage. There's some of the blues bands there, and you know sing some blues covers. I, I and, got I got a serious blues education. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, oh, man, totally. I can. Yeah, yeah. It was like a learning experience working there for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, famous, there's famous people like, you know, you have Buddy Guy and like, you know, there's a lot of people like, you know, in the blues. Yeah, a lot of blues cats. Yeah. 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 A lot of people yeah. don't realize that about me. Like, I have that, you know, influence. I mean, I guess, well, it is apparent, but like. They hear it when you're singing it. But, uh, I don't know. Some people don't. Like, oh, really? You know, you're influenced by, you know, like blues music, definitely in big ways. So, but not, you know. I like a lot of different kinds of music, but mm -hmm. anyway, I, I guess that, uh, I mean, what else was I going to say? I forgot. I lost, my, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Never mind. Yeah. What was, um, what was the first type of music that you really got into that you were into, like, you know, in your early teens or something? Like, was it rock and roll or was it, was it? Yeah. Blues? I, I, well, I listened a lot. I, I was kind of, but I was, I was definitely, I was, I was very much into rock music, uh, you know, classic rock. Uh, like, I was kind of a tomboy in a way for for a young girl or whatever at that t at the time. I had gotten into my uh, older my older cousin uh, in his album collection one time when I was really young. I was like seven or eight years old. And I'm going for, like back way back here, like when I was just a little girl. But uh, and I got into his record collection and the first. The first uh, album I put on the turntable was a Jimi Hendrix record. Cool. Which I experienced, and that and that was it. I was like, I was like totally hooked on Jimi Hendrix. They like and, changed your life. Oh my god, yeah. 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 And then I just I started you know discovering all the great classic rock stuff. Obviously, the name of classic rock band, and I was like into into them, you know. 
uh, and a lot, of, a lot of soul music too. I, lo I love soul and R&B. I like all the classic stuff, you know. Um, Aretha Franklin, Parliament, like I, you know, obviously blues. But yeah, so I, I, I did both, and then I got, I, then I got into the whole heavy thing for a while there. I, you know, heavier sounds. Uh, I mean, I, I never really stuck to one. I never really stuck to listening to one genre kind yeah. of thing. You know, yeah. She definitely influenced me um, with with blues. I I dived right into like like you know um, really uh, hanging out like where she was working Kingston Mines and watching like you know a lot of the blues musicians who were top notch like you know a lot of the guitar players and that that rubbed off on me a lot. Even when we even when we moved to New Orleans like that yeah. that also did wonders yeah. for me like as yeah. far as like being a being a guitar player yeah. and all, and that kind of stuff. But that um, didn't come for until later in life for me I mean because I started off listening I started off listening to all the classic rock and soul stuff not you know not realizing the origins of where all that came from you know what I mean and, and then when I started you know to learn more about like all the great people that are, you know their music that I love then I started to learn about who they who influenced them and that's where the whole blues thing I'm like oh my yeah, god you tracing know, like, it back to the origins Rolling Stones all this stuff like like they're, they're all influenced by yeah. you know all these great people that came before them, you know. When I was a younger teen, I was I was just a, I was just a little like metalhead. I mean, <laughs> I, I just liked like you know anything that Led Zeppelin wasn't heavy enough for me. Like yeah. I just you know I, I was listening to Sabbath and up. Like whoever was like oh, I loved all that, too. and that's why I really gravitated Queens of the Stone Age. Like you know the stoner rock scene here has got that. You know they're heavily heavily influenced with like Black Sabbath big time like right right masters of reality the, for example yeah, yeah. The, the the you know the riffs because it's yeah. very riff oriented like right. stone rock it's just you know that's kind of like it's it's foundation you know a lot of it you know is based on riffs and and um yeah so anyway all of those influences <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all over the place yeah. So that yeah. was that was kind of the music that made you want to pick up the guitar in the first place was uh, no doubt about sludgy. it. I wanted to learn like yeah, I wanted to play like Tony Iommi pretty much at first, and then it, then it went from that to like wanting to play more like Jimmy Page and you know then listen to Brian May Queen like all these other people it's you know great, it's, it's all, all great stuff there. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you know becoming familiar with like you know then then obviously newer heavy bands like Queens of Stone Age, Master Reality, you know. Like you know, just influence, like, in the 90s. yeah, like Chris Goss is a great guitar player. I think you know he's just he's unique and you know he's, he's uh, I don't know he just he has a way of going about you know interpreting the, the heaviness of, of the sound. I you know I, I which was nice because after we worked with him and stuff, like I I learned a lot from from I don't know just just watching him and and and, and learning from like how he kind of puts things together a little bit and then um. And then, like I mentioned, like when I went to New Orleans after LA, because we're in LA for a while, um, New Orleans like a whole different world. I mean, musically in New Orleans, you know, it, most of the music is is just in New Orleans. So, like, you know, a lot of the artists and the musicians who play in New Orleans, a lot of that just stays in New Orleans. There are there are some people, musicians who tour and stuff out of New Orleans, yeah. but but the music of New Orleans is very confined to like New Orleans, or like in LA and New York and everything else. It's more universal i guess so, so to speak yeah um, so like you know being exposed to you know it's just a different vibe you know you have brass bands on the street you have you know there's all these different people like like coming from a different place like like the interpretation of the music i guess um and um 
the, for myself as a musician, like it rubbed off on me tremendously. Like I, I've never been around such like top notch musicians in my life. Like, like, and, and except it, for when you used to visit me at the Kingston. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of great musicians yeah. in New Orleans. That's a given. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think I think for her and I, though, I can say like after you know moving to New Orleans and experiencing the music there and the culture, like it, it, it definitely you know we 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 her and I have we we uh, grown. Yeah, we've grown. We got our stride. You know, it's just like and it happened. Like I, I mean, it, personally, like as a guitar player, like I grew tremendously in like five years just living in New Orleans. Like. It's like, I'm like, I can't believe, like, I know so much more now than I did all these other years where, like, you know, when I first got there, all this stuff rubbed off on me, you know? So I highly recommend, like, it's a great place to for musicians to, I don't know, to be, too, as well. Like, just like here, you know, in my opinion. So. And how would you say the desert, um, is, would you say that's influenced your sound or changed your sound? Like, you know, being, um, like, you were influenced in New Orleans, for example. Absolutely. I think, I think definitely like before we went to New Orleans, I think like, you know, yeah, our sound has definitely been influenced by, by New Orleans, like, like around the edges. No, I think he's mean the desert. Uh, have we been influenced by being in the desert? Oh yeah. 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 I think we have, so, you know, for the last year and a half that we've been here. You know, for sure. It's hard for me to gauge because we've only been here for a year and a half. But I think definitely think that being around in the, in this environment definitely is gonna you know have have an impact on on uh, your thinking, you know, or, or your creative process. You know, just having all this open space, mm -hmm. you know, like looking out and having open space around you, it changes the way. It's definitely more laid back. You know, you, you know what I mean? The way yeah. you, uh, yeah, I don't know. The, not the way you think, but I guess it's just you like Jewel City. I guess it's just slower. You kind of slow down. Maybe because of that, you have more time to absorb things or think about, like you know, uh, what you know, getting into that creative zone or place because there are less distractions. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, when I'm there, I don't know. I feel like my mind is just clear for some reason. It's just, um, yeah. I guess there's certain parts of the, the planet that I don't know if you're into this sort of thing, like uh, Sedona in Arizona that like are supposed to, uh, energy is supposed to flow more freely there from yeah. like, they're like gateways or something like that. It's probably not the right word. But well, uh, a lot I, of that has to do with like, vortexes. Vortex. Not, that's I, a I, vortex. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, Oh, sorry. We, no, always, no, no. we always talk over each other. That's right. <laughs> uh, I've never been, never been to Sedona. I've always wanted to go there. But yeah, go ahead, Jules. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, you're right about that. I mean, there is something very special about, like, this this whole area up here. There, there, there's, a, there's definitely an energy factor. There, and that, that that's another big reason why there's a big military base up here, too. It's like, you know, I've talked to people. Like, what do you like, mean? Well, there's there's an energy here. There's like there there's a, you know, it's it's like it goes. It, you know, you could even look at like place like the Integratron and yeah, and Giant Rock and all that stuff. It's just like, you know, there it has to do with like like the um the, the magnetic field magnetic. and, and yeah. like and like the location of of this area and and the it just has this. There's a force up here, and it's not the only place that has this. There's other places there too. There is an energy, yeah. But there, there's definitely, on, yeah. The, on certain occasions, like the, there's a, one of the new songs that we recorded. Uh, 
is about like this energy that like you can sometimes feel. Uh, I don't really know quite how to explain it, but like um, uh, sometimes when you, you go outside in, in the night sky and you look you look above you, there's just like this. I don't know. Sometimes there's an energy, especially after like if there was a storm or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, but yeah, we have a song called. Uh, that's coming out pretty soon. Well, actually, we're going to go and mix it in here in a couple of weeks. That's uh, without like giving up too much information because we haven't released it yet. But yeah. uh, it's about this energy that I could see and feel. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I could like I don't know. I, I could almost see it in the air. I was like, oh my god, this is really weird. You would never experience this up in the city, or maybe I'm yeah. just. Maybe I was just too hyper alert or too hyper in tune with the environment. I, I think you do become more in tune with the environment. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So like the energy is like palpable. Like you could feel it almost. And, and yeah. detect yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Not always. And, dep sometimes. and depending on how you harness that energy, which gets back to what I mentioned, like the military bases. So, you know, there's good energy. And bad. I mean, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying that's all bad. Um, no, I'm not getting into trouble. It's not, I'm not saying bad. It just there's, it's just. You think they're maybe possibly looking for something or searching for something or like no. an Area 51 kind of deal, or is it like a classified? I'm not familiar with the base. I, I don't know. No, if no it's well, up here. I don't think so. I think no, no, no. Just, it's, I think it's, it's just a practical. Like, uh, yeah, place yeah. For it's them not, to be. No. I, mean, I don't think there's any. Like, no, this isn't coming. This isn't. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm searching for a conspiracy. You know, a lot of open space and area, you know, like it makes yeah. sense. You know, yeah. you know that it'll bother people because you know you can't just plop, you know, something like that. I mean, I'm guessing because I don't really know about this kind of stuff, so I don't want to sound like an idiot. But like, it's not like you could just plop like a military base in, in, in like in the middle of an urban environment and like right. without bothering people and like you know. So the sprawling desert is like a good place for it because there's so much yeah. open space. Yeah. Well, I think that's why a lot of artists are here, though, because yeah. like you harness that energy and 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 the forces around you up here, right? And you and that and you and you and you take from that like the inspiration to you know to paint a painting or to write a song or to create a sculpture out in your backyard, you know, overlooking like you know this you know endless you know desert and mountainous terrain like goes on, yeah. you know. And you know, I, I think, it, it, but there's definitely something to it. I mean, I I I think um, there is a force up here in this area. Like, there's there is an energy factor that, um, you know, I know with our experience as songwriters, um, just just you know, you know, since we moved up here, I mean, we've been we've been writing just a ton of ton of material. You know, just it just yeah, it it definitely has helped. I think. You know, it's well, again, less, distract less distractions. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Less noise, like outside stuff, like pulling at your brain all the time. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah, and you had mentioned the Integratron. That's a that's a cool place. Uh, I did one of the sound baths there with. Oh, uh, did you? Oh, did you? Oh, we haven't yeah. done that yet. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Um, the, and yeah, the audio well. properties of that uh, structure are so crazy. Um. I wonder, has anyone recorded in there? Do you know? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, um, people. I think Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin, like recorded in there. Oh like no shit! Did. I don't know if they did a song or two, but um, local people. Yeah, there have been people who have gone in there and like you know um, done some stuff. I'm not yeah. sure specifically. I know 
it's a couple of famous like musicians that have, have done stuff yeah. in there. You know, walked in there and, and rented the, the Integratron out, you know, for um to um to uh to record um music. But yeah, I mean it's amazing, you know, it's funny because we had a couple friends of ours who came over from the UK um recently and um they uh they're celebrating their birthdays together and uh basically one of them's a radio DJ over in the UK, spends us and his friend the first music festival we ever played at over in the UK, um, his friend put on, and they, they brought us out there to play it, like in southwestern England. Anyway, cool. so um, they came out here, and we, we – um, Let know, me just interject you know, for one second. Put, put, oh, I, I just want to tell them to come to the integrity Hold trauma. that thought yeah. before you forget what you're going to say. <laughs> I just want to say this before I forget. No, that's another thing that's kind of cool about living in this area because, uh, what, what you know um, – there are many places you could choose to live, you know what I mean, like if you want open space and, and you know, and you want to like not, uh, live uh, relatively cheap, you know, yeah. or live cheaply, but uh, th there are things that you lose, like uh, may maybe if you're not in close proximity to a city, then it's, it's more difficult for you to network with people or, mm -hmm. or you, you, lose, you lose contact with people, uh, you don't get to see people as often, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But yeah. This is the kind of place that like, you have your friends from around. If you have friends from around the country, around the world, they're gonna want to come and visit. <laughs> yeah. right, right. So it's kind of cool. New Orleans is like that too. I know. Mm -hmm. Like we, we people will come. Like oh, we're going to New Orleans for a for a vacation. You know, we go, we hear from people that we haven't seen in like five, ten years, and we get to see we get to see friends, and we didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah, we don't have to visit anybody. <laughs> they just come see us. They come so to yeah, you. That's yeah. kind of cool that, that we get to see our our, our friends from. Uh, from UK. So with our, yeah, yeah. For, with them, like we took yeah. them to the Tigertron, I took them to Giant Rock. We like, you know, they had a great time. You know, we showed them around, and yeah. we took them to Landers Brew. Like, they, there's this one guy who had like all this old like analog like like looping like electronic equipment on stage, and he was like looping like sounds to Radiohead, like the whole album. They're listening to British, like one of their favorite British bands, like yeah. like you know, and this it was different, you know. It's like that's how it is up here. It's always different things going on, and like, um, but uh, but yeah, I know, just blabbing a lot about it, but it's it's um, you know, I know for me personally, like you know, I'm glad we uh, we landed here. You know, it's 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 uh, we're in a good point in our lives. You know, I think it's a good place for us to be right now. So yeah, it's definitely a magical place, um, and it's definitely a place that like has gained a lot of attention in recent years. And I think you yeah. know people are getting familiar with it, and they want to come visit and check yeah. it out. And yeah. yeah. Um. So what what's next for the band? What do you, you mentioned? You're doing some recording. You're yeah. you're. Uh, yeah, we're recording at a different music? studio up here right now. Um, this place called the Clock Tower, and um, it's owned and operated by um, this guy Charlie Stavish, who um, he uh, he's from New York as well. Oh, cool! Um, I work at Electric Ladyland Studios. Yeah, oh, wow. in, in New York, and um, he it's just awesome, he actually. just worked yeah. on Jenny Lewis's new record. Cool. So um, he um, she had like a bunch of people on her record, Ringo Starr, and like Beck, and you know a lot of different people, but. Yeah. His wife, who's an artist, Emily Silver, she um, she has uh, they have art uh, openings over at their house, and she has a gallery over there as well. So he has his recording studio, and his wife has um, her art her art um, studio, and um, yeah. So um, right now we're um, we're still we're going in for another day or two, but we're pretty much done. We recorded about seven songs, and. Nice. Um, and we're just mixing them right now. We're basically at the 
you know, getting them ready. They came so, out really. They're coming out really well. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. he's he's amazing. He's, he's a, a really good engineer. He's, he's, he he yeah. is really a great engineer, and we're really happy to have. He uh, captured my vocals. Like I, I, I've recorded with pe many people, but like I don't know. He just had he, whatever he did. I mean, he didn't. It's not like he didn't. He didn't do anything crazy. It's just the way he dialed dialed everything yeah. in. Like I don't know. It's just sounding really good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we wanted a different experience too. We just wanted to go like, you know, who, who else is out here? Up. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. just wondering like, yeah. Very, he's, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Good, it's been a good experience so yeah. far. And yeah. on the new recordings, is it um, kind of the duo feel or do you have bass and drums and, you know, it's it's more half of a bigger half. song? Yeah. 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 And we have one blues song, one straight up blues song. <laughs> cool. <laughs> just because we figured, what the hell? Sometimes... Um, for fun, you know, for fun, uh, we'll go to like uh, blues jams or open jams and, and play blues, and because obviously we keep mentioning we have blues influence, but we never really do like like straight up blues with right, with yeah. the band. So we figured we would try try to squish it. We, we might try to do some more in the future, but like just for mm -hmm. fun, we we did record one blues song as well. But the, everything else is like it's half 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 band, full band, and uh half what I call quasi-acoustic, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cool. even a couple, a little bit of uh, uh, piano in, in a couple songs now, yeah. too, yeah. which is something that, you know, uh, new for us. Yeah. Cool. So people should keep an eye out for that, um, you know, not to rush anything. Do you have, like, a estimation date of when that will be released? or We don't know yet. Idea, yeah. Or we will probably release a song like a single yeah you know we'll figure which one we want i think we have a pretty good idea which one we want to release or, and um and uh yeah that'll be pretty soon because we're close now you know we're like you know if we go back we're supposed to go back in hopefully like here the first week of june and then by then you know we should have something by mid late summer i would say you know cool. for sure you can always you catch know. updates on our on our band website yes yeah, yeah. Um, Firebutton.com. Cool. Yeah. And um, you, the, vi the you have a video uh, for the song "Follower" off your last record. That's a really cool video. A lot of uh, desert you. landscapes in that. Thanks. And uh, yeah, how, was that a fun experience to shoot? Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, we were very fortunate. Uh, yeah, we were approached by um, Joe Barrett, who um, he made videos for different people up here. And he was here you know, a couple of years before we arrived here. He's from Los Angeles he's, too, right? He's yeah. like a retired. He's like a. He worked in the film industry for a while, a camera guy, and did a bunch of stuff and um, worked on a bunch of videos too. And also was in the music industry as well. He, he was in a band back in the '80s. And but um, he um, he just approached us and he goes, you know, let's do a song. And he has um, he has property out in Wonder Valley, which is like where the Palms is and like. Yes, it's, yeah, it's do you know, do you know where that is? It's like uh, not 100. percent I'm not gonna lie. It's, <laughs> it's east of Joshua Tree. It's, okay. it's by 20. Well, it's just a little bit east of 29 Palms. Which okay. Is east of Joshua Tree. Yeah. It. Yeah. So um, we went. We basically um, went out there and and uh, just just shot a video with him out in Wonder Valley, which is um, you know, it's amazing out there. If you, you know, if you ever come back up here, um, you should you should check out the Palms and like places like that because it's like that's another kind of off the beaten path like like music venue, well, you might want to you might want to either get an airbnb or a camper or something because yeah. you know 
it, it's drive. So if, if you it's not it. too far away from things, but like yeah, it's it's. But anyway, so we made Great a video place. with him out there, and um, my friend uh, Ted Corsmo, who lives in, in Los Angeles, he's a he's a editor, a film editor. He, uh, I hooked him up with Joe, and he worked with him editing the video. And we also had a drone. Well, a couple people helped with the drone. Yeah, we had oh, the drone shots cool. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we had you know yeah. we had help on that. It was nice. Yeah, people offered to help us yeah. from the community here, so yeah. we're fortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was looks a lot great. Of fun. Yeah, it's Thanks. a cool video. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, Juliet, Jules, uh, this was an awesome conversation. I really enjoyed talking with you. Is there anything you wanted to add that I didn't ask that, that you wanted to talk about? Uh, <laughs> this is the kind of question that you realize <laughs> after the fact. They're like, oh, I should yeah. have this Well, if something comes in, you know, you think of something, hit me up. We'll do a part two. <laughs> but I always try to throw it back to the guests, you know what I mean, in case there's something you wanted to mention or discuss that. I, I do I have didn't. a question. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how is the music scene in Los Angeles right now? Like, what's what's going on? Because we've been gone for a few years, you know, five, well, six yeah. years now. So you know, things change really quickly. We know yeah. that. So. I'm, what, what, what's going on? Definitely, I I moved here uh, a few months ago. Um, oh wow! So yeah, I'm I'm new to town and um, I'm a homebody. <laughs> I don't go out too much. Um, so yeah. I'm probably the wrong person to ask that question. Yeah. Um, I don't, so I don't catch a lot of shows. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just like working all the time. I like never leave, but, um, I relate. I, I'm like that actually myself as well. Yeah. If we're not playing a show, I'm, I'm kind of a homebody. Cause I, I, you know, I play music. I'm also studying, I'm also studying, uh, uh, computer, uh, and, What's the right word? Uh, software. Well, I started off with web development, and it is. I, I am. Stu I'm still studying web development, but I'm getting into like software engineering and studying that too. So like, I'm always like, I'm always working, and then I play music, and you know, same thing. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. It's just like yeah, the day like just flies by. Yeah. Um, well, welcome to Los Angeles. Oh, thank you, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, the only show I've seen since I've been here was I saw KRS One at the Whiskey because I've always wanted I I've always been a few a huge fan of KRS One so I saw him at the Whiskey. Oh, cool! And cool. Um, yeah, that's like the only concert I've been to since I've been yeah. here. But I I need to go to more. So maybe I'll catch you at the Redwood Bar. Yeah, you should. Yeah, 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 yeah June first. You should go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then I'll go. then I'll be able to yeah. answer this question if I get asked again. What's going on with what's cool okay. in the music scene? Thanks for having uh, us all yeah, this time. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. This was a blast. And thanks for doing it remote. I know we were trying to meet in oh, person. Fine. I wish I could have uh, done it. Oh, it just right. I couldn't make it work today, but I'm glad we were able to talk anyway. Yeah. It's kind absolutely. of a drive, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I love coming out there. So any excuse, you know, to yeah. to come out there, I, I would I would love to do it. And I, I would love to come out and meet in person. And um, I love yeah. that. Uh, I've been to uh, – it's Frontier Coffee, right? Is the name of the yeah, coffee yeah, shop? Yeah, yeah. That place is awesome. Uh, yeah, I, love, yeah, yeah. I love that spot. So uh, I would have yeah. uh, loved to do it, but maybe another you time. You, you, you haven't been to Lander's Brew or any of those places yet. <sighs> I don't you? think I've been to Lander's Brew. Um, you have? The bar. No, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe oh, I have. Right. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, well, I'll have to put it on the list of places to check out. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely I will. Definitely I will. All right. Well, thank you again so much. It was a blast. And um, yeah, thanks for having yeah. us on Futuristic Podcast. Definitely, definitely, and uh, yeah, awesome. keep in touch. Yeah, Absolutely. we will, Mark. Thanks, man. All How right, thank okay. you. All Enjoy right. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, All right. bye. you bye. too. Bye.